Welcome to Friends in Prison. I'm Claire Aronson, and I have 29 Friends in Prison. 29 Friends in Prison. I've been writing to pen pals for a year and a half now, and apparently I still have a lot to learn. Uh, If you listened to, I think it was episode number two, I talked all about the rules in sending things to prison. You want to write on white paper with black ink. There are different rules in different places, and so you might be able to use blue ink in some places, but I always use black just in case. Every I, I do have one friend I'm not allowed to write on the back of the paper, but that seems unusual. I like to follow the rules across the board. So if half the prisons say you must include your return address on the body of the letter, I do that for every single pen pal. So for Christmas this year, I decided I was going to get myself return address labels. I was so excited because it goes on the envelope. And I assume if you need my address in the body of your letter, that means you're not going to get the envelope. Also, if I'm allowed to put a stamp on the envelope, what's what's the problem with return address label? So my friend Daniel replied to me and he was like, by the way, remember, no labels. And I was like, oh, okay, right. You know, he must just be re-emphasizing something. He must just be emphasizing don't put labels in the body of your letter. Because I don't know if you know this about me, but sometimes you have to tell me things more than once in order to get it to stick. You can't just say, remember, no labels. So he wrote to me again and said, I think now to be fair, to be fair, I think that I had sent multiple letters before I got that one back from him. So um, it's not entirely me ignoring him. But I got another letter from him saying, that his letter had to be hand-delivered to him from the mailroom because they couldn't deliver the envelope to him. And he was like, but I did still get the photographs that you sent, and I got the letter, so that's good news. Just remember, no return address labels on the envelope. And I was like, oh, all right, if you spell it out like that. Um, I got a letter from another friend. I'm going to open it up right now. Um, They actually returned the letter to sender, and then they sent me another letter. So, And I know this has to do with the return address label. It says, your correspondence has been examined. The material was rejected and returned. Other specified. No marking on package contents of package unknown. All incoming correspondence, envelopes, and paper must be white in color. Item will be rejected if anything other than white contains glitter, stickers, and then they have underlined return address labels, lipstick, fragrance, markers, crayon stains, or any oily substance, unknown substance on money order, one hardcover book. So um, apparently I'm not allowed to send, I don't know why it says money order or hardcover book, just for the record, I didn't, I didn't mail anything like that. Um, But they have underlined return address labels. So, okay, I will put it in a different envelope. I wonder if I can get one of those stamps with my return address label. And the crazy thing is, I don't even mind writing it out. In fact, sometimes what I've done is to type my return address and the address that it's going to, and then I handwrite the rest of the letter. I call it making my own stationery. And obviously, I could type the entire letter. But um, once I've got those addresses as a document, all I have to do is print out my stationery and send off my information, right? 
Um, a little bit more housekeeping. Um, last week, for those of you who are biblical scholars, you may have realized that I made a mistake in the podcast. I said that St. Paul wrote um, Corinthians from prison, and that is untrue. He wrote Colossians from prison, and the prison that he may have been writing from was home arrest, so or house arrest, I mean. So uh, he did write lots of letters while he was imprisoned, and um, four of those are books of the Bible. And then he did write other letters while he was not under arrest or not imprisoned. And uh, those are, are the ones that I was talking about last week. But it is still to the same point that he wrote letters while he was imprisoned and that those letters were so important that they are included in the Bible. So, um, all right, there you go. It's it's very strange. I I recorded the podcast and the next day I woke up and I was like, is that true? Like I said it like it was a fact without researching it or anything like that. So is it true that Corinthians was written while he was in prison? I know that Paul was in prison. I know he wrote letters. I know that his letters became books of the Bible. So um, after the podcast had already been published is when I went ahead and looked it up and said, oh, um, no, maybe not. Okay, good to know. So maybe next time before I declare things. I'll I'll get a good night's sleep on it and then I'll look it up. So um, the thing that I want to talk to you about today is my friend Misty and how she is handling the lockdowns that are protecting people from the coronavirus. I know we've we've talked about it a little bit. It is it's sad because in an effort to protect people over the course of months and months, um, they have been telling people they can't share books, telling people they can't use the unit library, they can't get exercise, they can't use the phones, they can't have visitors. And so I I know that it is all in an effort to keep people safe, but it is heartbreaking what is happening to people. And one of the phrases I keep hearing over and over on the news is through no fault of their own. And these are people who are in prison who are following the rules while in prison. So it's not somebody who is going into solitary confinement because they were unruly. It's just somebody who, it's everybody who is trying to keep safe in this super compact environment. So just to get some details on that, we're going to listen to a couple letters from Misty. This was November 26, 2020. Claire. Hey girl. Hey girl. Your letters are the highlight of my days, even more these days. This is day 18 of the quarantine. Damn you, Tom Petty, for lying. We do have to live like refugees, Tom. We do indeed. These freaking army cots are killing me. If I make it out of here not crippled for life, I will be so grateful. This is rough, rough living in here right now. We just got a microwave back in here last night. Still no hot water in the sink. Takes an hour to get the shower hot. No phone, no JPEG. And just as a little side note, JPay is the email service that you can use to communicate with people. So um, I think the idea is that they don't want people sharing the keypads on the computer, the keyboards. So um, rather than sanitizing those in between each use, they just don't allow email communication. Um, When you use JPay, you do pay for it. And I believe it is about the same price 
to print out a couple of photographs, put a stamp on an envelope and send it as it would be to upload a couple of photographs to JPay and send your email. So um, look into it. If you are interested in writing to a pen pal in prison, check out JPay. Um, there's another service called Core Links, and it just depends where your pen pal is, which service they would use. All right, so back to Misty. No phones, no JPay, no cable. Now our letters sit for 72 hours before they mail them, so it'll be December by the time you get this. I guess they're trying to do the best that they can, but nothing they do makes sense. We had seven in this room. We all tested negative on the 16th. One girl put in a sick call because she couldn't taste or smell. They tested her again on the 23rd, and she came back positive. So they moved her out yesterday, which was the 25th. So... They aren't testing the rest of us until tomorrow. Kind of hope I have it so that I can go to a real dorm. A real dorm again with a mat and a phone. But I feel like I would have had symptoms by now. That makes two people that I've been trapped in this tiny room with that have tested positive. I feel like I don't have it by now. Um, if I don't have it by now, maybe I won't get it at all. I exercise every day, so maybe that's why. I don't know. But as long as I am negative, I'm trapped in exile at the refugee camp. How messed up is that? Okay. <sighs> Done crying and whining for now. Man, I was really rooting for your sod. Ha, no pun intended. So uh, just a little ongoing thing. Side note again. Um, I have a real problem growing grass in my yard. So uh any of you listeners out there who want to hit me with some advice, you know, I have had pen pals talk to me about moving little pieces of grass to where the grass isn't growing. And I did buy, um, it wasn't as expensive as I thought it was going to be, like $200 worth of sod. And I laid it myself. And maybe I didn't prep the ground well before I just laid all the sod out. And it kind of slowly died over the course of six months. Um, maybe I laid it at the wrong time of year. But periodically, I take pictures of myself in my front yard with the thumbs down, you know, and you can see all of the dry, dead sod. So um, nice joke here, Misty, really rooting for my sod. <coughs> and you mentioned painting is your latest project. I'm quite good at that. Matter of fact, that's the last thing I was doing at work before quarantine. I miss work. I am praying so hard for your mom. Maybe since this treatment is so bad, it won't come back. That's what I'm praying. Congrats on the teaching class. I'd take your class. I bet they'll teach you a lot too. That's really awesome. I'm proud of you, friend. Can't believe you didn't wear the dress for Halloween. What? Shaking my head. What a wasted opportunity. Okay, so right here she's talking about the fact that last year I worked at a Renaissance fair um, in a little dress shop and I worked in trade for a beautiful dress. And I did wear the dress while I was working at the shop, but I've never actually worn the dress. And at the very beginning when I was like, hey, I'm going to this Renaissance fair. I don't know what I'm going to use this dress for, I guess, to go to other Renaissance fairs or maybe I'll wear it at Halloween. And then Halloween came and went and suddenly I looked up and I was like, wait a minute, I didn't wear my dress. Okay, so back to Misty. Let me know how your foot is doing. I've never had a hair in the bottom of my foot. That's interesting. Let me know if you figured it out. It is on my prayer list. Uh, so I guess this is another thing that's a little bit strange pertaining to me. Um, at least three times in my life, I've had a little hair stuck in the bottom of my foot. It is quite irritating and you, you really have to 
dig it out. It's um like the size of an eyelash, this this little hair. And I don't know why my feet are susceptible. I guess I do walk around barefoot a lot. And um, I have a lot of hair. But um, it's crazy that it gets stuck in the bottom of my foot. I don't know. Does this happen to you? Um, so I had written to her saying that I felt like this was the fourth time that it had happened and I couldn't see the hair. Maybe it was blonde or in my case, probably gray. That's fine, whatever. And then I didn't know if my foot still hurt because there was still a hair stuck in the bottom of my foot, like a splinter, or if it hurt because I had been digging into the bottom of my foot. Um, anyways, all right, back to my friend Misty. I loved the jokes, always do, and the pictures. Well, the one of uh, Aza and Journey. So the one of me, blah, so unhealthy, yuck. But thank you. You can stalk me on FaceTime anytime, on Facebook anytime. Um, so here Misty is talking about the fact that I went to her public Facebook page and printed out the pictures that were there and sent her her own pictures to see. And a couple of my pen pals have asked me to to get their pictures from Facebook. Misty didn't, um, but I was kind of doing it for somebody else. And I was like, well, let me just go and see if Misty has one of these. I think, you know, sure, it's nice to see pictures of Claire's dog. It's nice to see pictures of Claire's grass, sure. But when you can see pictures of yourself in better times and with your loved ones, um, maybe that's a, a special treat. So uh, here at the bottom of the letter, it says, I love the Maya Angelou quote too. And your little note at the bottom, you're so crafty. Well, friend, I will get this closed up and in the mail. So hopefully it will go out Monday. Stay safe and healthy. I will keep you posted. Talk soon. Your forever friend, Misty. Okay, so there we were. Misty was stuck on the army cot. She was in quarantine with seven other women who had been exposed to someone with COVID. One of them tested positive, so they, the other six were trapped in quarantine for another 14 days. So uh, then this one isn't dated. It says, just wanted to stick a little note in here to let you know they moved me out of the refugee camp. Finally, praise the Lord. I am now in another... Um, in another dorm. This place is so crazy. They kept me down there in that godforsaken place and made sure we were all negative, only to move us to a dorm where there were so many sick people. The day after I moved in here, they moved 20 people out because they tested positive. What? Nonsense! If I make it out of this without COVID, it'll be a miracle. Okay, rant over. Just wanted to fill you in. Talk soon. Mwah! Misty. Okay, so I don't want to <laughs> I don't want to spoil this for you, but I I do have some bad news pertaining to the last my most recent letter from Misty. Oh, never mind. I will just read it to you. <clears throat> Claire. Hey girl. Hey, I just got your letter. Always makes my day. And thank you for the envelope and postcard. Definitely needed. So Misty is my friend. I'm going to take a sidebar. Misty is my friend who said that she was not allowed to get self-addressed stamped envelopes. And luckily I had picked up a metered envelope where the stamp is printed on the envelope. I picked them up at the post, at the post office. And I had also gotten 
a metered postcard from the post office, which is great. It's got the stamp already printed basically on an index card, and then you can make your own cover and write on the back of it as well. So I include those in my envelopes to her so that she can write to her kids or her other friends and family members, and she can also write back to me. But when I sent that to her, she didn't even know that she was allowed to get metered envelopes. All she knew was that she's not allowed self-addressed stamped envelopes. So so whenever I write to her, I always include um, those metered postcards and envelopes, as many as I can fit while I, when I get up to one ounce in the envelope, that's how much a first class stamp will take and, and mail my letter for me, then um, that's what she gets. She might get a photograph from me. She might get an extra postcard. Um, whatever I can fit in there that the post office will deliver for the price of one stamp, that's what I put in there. All right, back to Misty. Things are crazier than ever. I think my last update to you was when they had just moved us out of the refugee camp and stuck me in the dorm with the people who were displaying all the symptoms of corona. Well, guess who ended up with the virus? This gal. After all that torture on those stupid cots with no hot water, no phone, and all other horrid conditions, yeah, stuck us right up there and got us all sick. I am at day two of feeling human again. The worst part about it is the fatigue. Then it's no taste or smell. Other than that, it's been bearable. I slept through my birthday, which was fine. It was so packed in here that they moved us back down the hill with all the confirmed people, and we stay down here for two weeks. Then we move back up the hill. Ridiculous. I am sick of moving around. Oh, and to answer your question, no, we don't normally sleep on army cots. <clears throat> normally, we have lovely metal bunk beds. We did finally get new mats not too long ago. <coughs> Excuse me. So that made it even worse. Knowing that I could be and should be on a nice mat. Keep in mind, a nice mat is a plastic-covered thing with the cheapest batting inside. They will be flat in no time, but for now, they're great. I'm just glad to have it over with. And here's what's crazy. No one who has tested positive has had a fever. No one. So crazy. So they test us two times a day for temperatures. Nonsense. I'm hoping that the few people who have tested negative stay negative and that we come off lockdown soon. I won't be tested again for 90 days. Thank goodness, because those tests are dreadful. The negative people will get their brains stabbed every Friday until they say we're all safe. Who knows when that'll be? Soon, I pray. I haven't been outside since November 4th. I'm miserable trapped in here. I'm so sorry to hear about Nebertina. That's ridiculous. Uh, so one more side note. I was trying to find a caregiver for my parents. And uh, this woman, obviously, you know, I hired her. She came for orientation. I showed her around the house. Um, and then she didn't show for her next two shifts. So uh, what Misty doesn't know is that I hired another company. I was like, no, 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 I'm just going to go with a whole nother company because not only did this woman caregiver not show up, but she didn't call and her supervisor didn't call. So I went with another company and you're never going to believe this. They did the same thing. So Misty says you can't count on many people these days, even when you pay them. And that is crazy about your hairy foot situation. <laughs> So I have never heard of that. Um, let's see. You need those people from my feet are killing me, LOL. 
Well, my friend, I'm praying for your mommy, her care, and your foot. Thanks for being an awesome friend. Merry Christmas, even though it'll be over by the time you get this. And here's to a happy, 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 mo better new year. Gotta be better than 2020. It's all up from here. Talk soon, my awesome friend. Love, Misty. So, uh, yeah, Misty is one of my favorite pen pals. I just, I really enjoy getting letters from her. She's she's funny. She's upbeat. And um, so I hope that if you are intrigued listening to what it's like to have a pen pal like Misty, that you will go and look for one yourself. I want you to spread the word about the podcast. Subscribe. I'm Claire Aronson. And as always, find your own friend in prison.